Cam and Renee's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Moving? Connect your electricity and gas the day you move with local energy experts, ACTU AGL. For T's and C's, visit actuagl.com.au. Hi there, it's Cam and Renee here. Each week on Mix 106.3, we present the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. We speak with industry experts, leaders in Canberra property, national analysts and a range of other property specialists. So let's take a listen to some of the things we looked at in last Saturday's show. Well, Cam, we've spoken about our prop tech before on the show, and it's certainly something for myself that I'm still wrapping my head around and still learning about, but it's certainly becoming more of a thing, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's so for all the apps and all the you know digital technology that yep. is in and around real estate, of course, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke to the Australian Prop Tech Association. They had their awards. So it's always going to be there and there's more stuff coming online all the time. So this is a, a clash of old and new because we're going to invite uh, Bushy Martin from Realty Talk and Know How Property Finance to the show uh, once again to speak about this. He's an old school real estate guy and now we're talking about new school stuff. Bushy, <laughs> good, good morning. How are you, mate? <laughs> Thanks, Cam. I'm, I'm feeling uh, feeling like a centenarian centenari now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> how are you, Renee? Yeah, I'm good. It's it's a pleasure to uh, talk to you, Bushy. Now, how do you, uh, how do you best describe PropTech? Yeah, well, it's a bit of a buzzword because it, it looks like everything's got a tech attached to it these mm. days. We've got fintech and now we've got prop tech. But I guess from where I sit, property is by far Australia's largest asset class, prop tech or property technology, which is the, the long word for it. It's just really a fancy term for any technology or software that enables property transactions to be faster, more efficient, more secure, and reduces time, cost and paperwork for pretty much anyone in the game. So in other words, it's just digital solutions for buying, selling or managing real estate. We have an organisation down here called the Canberra Innovation Network and it's lots of startups. They're on the fifth floor of the ACT Health Building in town. You go upstairs, it's funky town, right? Because there's all of these amazing, mm. you know, cool technical style te- or techno- uh, people who are developing technology. And so there's all these sorts of apps and we've had a couple that have come out of Canberra. Bushy, who gets the most from PropTech? Is it buy and sellers, renters, is it real estate agents, is it the people who are developing the technology? Who wins? I think everyone wins, Cam. I think uh, everyone involved in uh, property now has the benefits of being able to access PropTech innovations and, and thanks to PropTech, everything in property can now be conducted in the palm of our hands from our smartphones. So buyers have internet access to buckets of information about property and trends in the local area. Uh, sellers can benefit from better quality info about their property being spread far and wide to a much bigger audience. Renters have much more access to information about properties and digital tenancy applications and payment systems. And property professionals like selling agents, buyers agents, property managers have access to a whole suite of great prop tech apps that save them a lot of time, money and effort. So the one thing that I know for sure, and, and this comes back to my age again here, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if you're in the property game and you don't embrace the many forms of prop tech that are now out there, you're be- going to become a modern-day real estate dinosaur-headed brick. <laughs> oh, <pretty quickly. laughs> right. And, uh, Bushy, speaking of those apps that you mentioned, have you seen one recently that's taken your notice? Yeah, there's a, a really good one that's come out recently called Future Rent. Now, Future Rent's a real innovation because it allows uh, existing investors to access their future rent, in effect, and get up to $100,000 that they can then put towards another property, to renovations on the property. Uh, I think that's an absolute cracker that's that's really going to open up the field and create much, much better capacity. And one other one that's really good for uh, 
property managers in particular is the managed app, which is a little bit like PayPal for property. And okay. it's really a, a simple payment platform for property managers that, un, that almost eliminates the nightmare of trust accounting, which if you've been in the game, that can be an absolute headache. And it means that landlords and traders get their money quicker and faster. So there's some absolutely cracking uh, project apps that are hitting the market, and it's a pretty exciting field and where this is all going, guys. Yeah, and we know that you've been speaking about this and doing podcasts on Realty Talk, so there's much more information there. Just Google that and uh, the PropTech Association of Australia. If you have a look at their website as well, they've got all sorts of links and great info as well. Bushy, that has been awesome. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Always a pleasure. Look forward to it and uh, can't wait to see you again, guys. Thank you, uh, Bushy Martin from Realty Talk and Know How Property Finance there, Ken. Renee, many will be familiar with CoreLogic's Home Value Index. Yep. What I really love that McGrath, Canberra have been doing over the last couple of months, they've been putting a local lens on this national report. And that's what people want to know is what it means for them here in Canberra. 100% and the capital region, so surrounding regions as well. The report uh, for the month has just been released through the week and so McGrath have done that once again. We're going to say good morning to Jason Anderson, sales agent at McGrath, Canberra, to give us a little bit of an insight as to what the national figures mean and how they relate to our region. Good morning, Jason. Hey, Cameron Renee. Thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, pleasure, Jason. Now, look, can you give us an overview of the Canberra market as seen in this report? Absolutely. Well, look, what we've seen from the report, Cameron Renee, is Canberra real estate values made up some ground in June after prices took a slight dive in May. Now, local annual growth is currently tracking at 16.3%. The median dwelling price is now at 937000 while the median house price is still sitting in seven-figure territory at a million of 65000 Yeah. This is all happening while nationally the index recorded its second consecutive decline in values with a 0.6% drop fueled by continued falls in Sydney and Melbourne of 1.6% and 1.1% respectively. All right, so those drops are not being driven by Canberra, even though we're sort of hearing from local agents and hearing the market that things have definitely slowed, haven't they? Look, absolutely. And I guess, you know, looking into the market and factoring in, it's not a negative thing. What we're seeing today is just not as crazy and as frenzied. And it would be better to say the market is just a little more considered or normalised. And I think we can all agree that it's just not sustainable to continue to see the rate of growth we have seen in the last 12 months. Indeed. And was there anything that surprised you in the report, Jason? Look, I guess what did surprise me was the fact that the media has been forecasting doom and gloom for the local property market. However, prices actually increased across the nation's capital by 0.3% in the past month, which is proof there is still strength in the current market. And I do feel the Canberra market is somewhat insulated in comparison to the fallout of some of the larger markets, such as Sydney and Melbourne. And this is driven largely by strong employment and wage growth backed by a fundamental lack of supply with current demand, especially factoring in that the ACT has grown by 14.4% in the last five years to record a population of over 454,000 people, which makes it the highest growth rate of all states and territories based on the latest 2021 census data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what's the number one thing that you're hearing on the street at the moment? Because I go out, I shoot the Zango videos, I get to meet and speak to lots of different agents and, you know, there's definitely themes in conversations that Mm. are happening. But with your peers, what are you speaking about? Look, all the hype at the moment is obviously on the interest rate rises and the doomsday narrative being circulated by the mass media. 
This is having an effect on buyer confidence. However, it is worth noting interest rates are still at record lows and would represent great borrowing conditions historically. We, we are still seeing a lot of investor activity locally and a lot of investors are coming from interstate, which further strengthens the narrative that the Canberra property market is seen as a safe haven at times of uncertainty and has long-term growth prospects. And, and look, I guess the increase in interest rates also doesn't seem to affect the older buyer demographic who are accustomed to higher interest rates as opposed to some of that younger buyer demographic who have not experienced a rate increase or more normalised rate increases or rises in their lifetime. I remember my parents paying 17% at a time yeah. in the yeah. 80s into early 90s, yeah. Indeed. And do you think that yeah. impact on confidence that you spoke about just then, Jason, is is part yeah. of what's behind these lower auction clearance rates? Because they're sitting at around 60%, which is quite different to what they were. It doesn't feel like that long ago. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, I definitely do think that's factoring in. I think most of the reason, in my personal opinion, is with a heated market, a lot of agents will push everything towards auction. Generally speaking, some of that lower end stock entry level stuff uh, is not really suitable. A lot of those first home buyers aren't too comfortable with that auction process. And I think that's now having um, obviously an outcome on the results as opposed to them wanting to see a price on it. Um, and maybe transact by private treaty. Yeah, that's yeah, fascinating, sure. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and make, it makes perfect sense. Uh, Jason, uh, thanks so much for your insights there. You've given us a really good uh, local snapshot. Thank you. No worries at all. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, Jason Anderson, sales agents at McGrath Canberra. No doubt if you Google the CoreLogic report, if you want to find out more, you could do that too. Renee, we just spoke to Jason there from McGrath Canberra talking about uh, the CoreLogic report. And one thing that also came out of that report, which was uh, published on Thursday through the week, uh, rents for houses in Canberra surged by 10.4% over the last 12 months Mm. or so. We spoke to Bushy earlier about prop tech and the number of uh, rental, uh, rental property technology apps are being built. And so this all sort of funnels into something that's happened to a friend of yours. Yeah, indeed. Um, I've got a friend uh, who has been looking for a rental. Uh, thankfully, she secured one um, a couple of weeks ago. But okay. the process leading up to that was was quite uh, difficult. Um, she had to submit applications for, for a bunch of places. It was very competitive. So she was just throwing her hat in the ring wherever she could, right? Sure. And uh, she missed out on quite a few. And she thought she'd sort of ticked all the boxes to make her application sound really good, but she wasn't getting the feedback she wanted about how to make her application better so it stood out. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so let's bring in the big guns right here. We have a very experienced property manager, Hannah Gill. She's the Director of Property Management at the Property Collective and also President at the Real Estate Institute of the ACT. She's an old friend of the show and joins us again. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Pleasure. Now, Hannah, uh, for people like my friend, and no doubt there's many people in Canberra in this boat, how do you make your application pop and get noticed amongst all the others? Yeah, look, it's a really tough question because, as you've alluded to, the market is so tight. So there's lots of really good quality tenants who are still missing out just because of the supply or the lack of supply of properties. But I guess if we're looking, well, all agents and private landlords should only try to establish two key things that the tenant can afford the property and they can care for the property. So if you, you can approve those two things and you've got all the information available up front, that's really all you can do to be the best tenant. The challenge is when there's a lack of supply, there's lots of people who are the best tenant who still don't get a look in. Yeah. Mm. So it's not an easy position to be in right now, but I'd say to, to be noticed and to stand out, have all the info available up front 
and be as detailed as possible when you submit your application. All right, so let's go back two years ago when you were actually on the ground and at the coalface and, and dealing with these people, these people who are desperate to mm. get a home. What what was the one thing, so we, we talk about, you know, who can afford it and who can care for it, but what was the one thing that sort of tipped them over the line for you to go, right, that's the person? Honestly, it ultimately comes down to the owner's decision. So we'll present. I think. I think the one thing that will make a difference is speed of having the information available because it's such a competitive market, as you said before. So the sooner that an applicant can get all their information submitted, follow the instructions accurately. If we have three to five good applications that we're presenting to an owner on a Monday, and we're chasing one applicant because they're missing some ID or they're missing a rental reference, they're yep. going to miss out. They're out. So yep. the biggest mistake is probably not following instructions um, in the actual application process and not getting it in quickly enough because they're talking to really good tenants, but by the time they actually get their paperwork in, that property's already gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah indeed. And so the, you've given some really good advice there for people in this situation in Canberra moving forward. What would, what would your number one piece yeah. of advice be What's for people thing? applying for a rental property? Oh, I'm going to say two things. The first, you know, to use your, your example about your friend, don't be disheartened. Just because you don't get a property, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with your reference. And I'm having this conversation with applicants all the time at the moment. There's just a lot of good prospective tenants on the market. So don't be disheartened. Keep applying. The second thing is ensure your references are contactable. We won't put a tenant forward to a, um, to a landlord if we can't confirm their references. And often that's the one thing that will slow down the application process for someone and mean a really good tenant might miss out. So let's get your Real Estate Institute of the ACT president hat on now and talk about the idea, and maybe this is something that you can talk about at one of your next meetings, because your friend Renee said that they would love to have feedback from the agents and, and just want, they weren't getting the feedback. Yeah. Is, that, is that something that you could talk about, um, Hannah, as, as something that you could put in place, like agents providing feedback? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, but it's a really tough one to answer because the challenge is, right, if we deem a prospective tenant is suitable, we'll put it forward to the owner. The owner doesn't have to give us a reason why they didn't go with someone or did go with someone. Okay. So we'll put forward anyone who's suitable. The owner says yes or no. They make a final decision, but often we don't have a specific reason why the owner didn't choose or did choose a prospective tenant. Yep. So I think I think the feedback from an agent's perspective would simply come down to the points I've already covered, making sure. sure you follow the process properly and do it as quickly as possible and that your references are contactable. I think that references one is key because you could put someone's name down, but if you haven't given them the heads up that someone might be calling you, mm. that, you that could be the difference, right? Make or break. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Hannah, uh, thanks so much for your advice and your insights there. No doubt we'll get you back on soon to talk about other uh, rental-related topics. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay. Thank you, Hannah Gill, Director of Property Management at the Property Collective and President of the Real Estate Institute of the ACT. Well, those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. If you love hearing about the latest trends or you're just up for a sticky beak, be sure to drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10. It's all thanks to Actual AGL. Canberra Renee's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3.